Welcome to Senior Living Arizona, where we take senior living to the fullest. Join us as we explore Arizona's hotspots and senior-friendly activities, collect tips for great fun and food, and talk about enjoying all that Arizona living has to offer. Brought to you by Senior Living Services in Arizona, please welcome our host, Linda Mettler. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining our podcast for Senior Living Services. This morning, I have with me uh, Elizabeth Haugen from the Arizona State Parks Association. Elizabeth, good morning, and thank you so much for joining us again today. Good morning, Linda. Thank you so much for having me back. I, we did a show a little while ago. Yes. Had a great time, but had so many things to talk about. So I'm happy I can be back with you again. Oh, I'm excited too, because there are so many things. And I'm going to just jump right in because I know what we wanted to talk about this morning. And um, it's certainly the season for it in Arizona are, you know, as we talked about before, so many people during COVID took up much more camping and RV camping specifically. Yeah. And I know that um, you and I talked a little bit about how many, so many of your uh, state parks are friendly for RV camping. So I, that's kind of what I wanted to dive into this morning and just find out kind of which locations are are really, you know, good for people who want to camp out in their RVs and have, you know, various things to do. So You're maybe right. you can give us some good ideas. I'd love to. You're so right, Linda. It became a very, very popular pastime um, during the pandemic, but I think it's become an increasingly popular activity, particularly for people who retire. You know, they look for their next adventure. Let's go see all the beautiful things that there are to see in our country. Let's hit the road. Let's make the most of our time and, and explore all the things that we want to see. And Arizona is a great place to do that because no matter the time of year, there is a beautiful place to go. I know that people who maybe haven't spent as much time in the state think, well, it's just really hot. <laughs> and that's true. There are times of year where it's very hot in much of the state, but um, Arizona is so varied in its geography and elevation that you can find some place comfortable to be any time of year. So in the summer, I agree with you a hundred percent. I actually relocated to Arizona from Colorado and I was really surprised to find out that Sholo, Arizona is yeah. so much like my home in Colorado. It's the same elevation. It's the same geography. I mean, it's, you know, 5,500 or so feet high, just like Denver, um, mm -hmm. lots of pine trees, aspen trees. Um, so yeah, in the summertime, it's a great place to go. I think most people think of Flagstaff, but yes, you that's know, true. And Flagstaff is a great destination. Oh, it but is. There's Absolutely. a lot more of the state that shares that same elevation. Sholo is a wonderful yeah. place to go. The state parks has a location there for RV camping. So if oh, you're awesome. coming in the summer, where, where is it? That's where? at Full Hollow Lake. Right? Full Hollow Lake. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And you're right. I, I'm originally from the Midwest. We were talking earlier. Um, I moved uh, to Arizona about 10 years ago from Minnesota. And I was so surprised when I got to these higher elevations to see so many pine trees and a lot of the vegetation that I was used to seeing, um, really beautiful places. So yes, head up higher in elevation to places like Sholo, visit Full Hollow Lake Recreation Area. It has a beautiful campground, lots of wonderful wildlife you can see. 
lots of deer up there, um, mule deer, but there's also elk. Yeah. If you've heard the bugle of an elk before, you'll know what a treat it is to be camping in the middle of the night and hear that eerie call. It's just, Oh, I love, I love the, I love the deer and the elk being from Colorado. Yeah. It's a really special experience. And you'll see lots of, um, we've got lots of foxes up there and Abert's squirrels. Are you familiar with that kind of squirrel? No, I'm not. No. Oh my goodness. They're the cutest thing. Once you see it, you'll never forget it because they have these little tassel ears. Oh, they just stick a bit and they're very fun to watch. They're great climbers. So to watch them scurry around the Ponderosa Pine Forest is a lot of fun. And of course, Full Hollow Lake, as the name implies, has a lake. <laughs> so it's a great place yeah. if you're into fishing or ca- kayaking or canoeing. That's a wonderful little lake to spend some time on the shore. Well, yeah. And especially in the summer when it is hot in Arizona. So, and, and I, you know, Arizona, people don't realize, like you said, that it does have these higher elevations that are cooler and it has a lot of water. It's got a lot of lakes. That's right. Yeah. It's it's it's, got Lake Havasu. There's there's a lot of lakes. A river. And in fact, um, the state parks, we have four parks right on the Colorado river and I do right on the Colorado river. In fact, some of our campsites actually are beachside um, and shoreside campsites. So you can go and actually boat into your campsite at Cattail Cove State Park, for instance. How, uh, far, how far is Cattail from uh, the greater Phoenix area? So Cattail is about three hours from the greater Phoenix area, and it's 15 miles south of Lake Havasu City. Okay. Uh, so that's a great destination. Of course, we have Lake Havasu State Park right there in the city. So if you're looking for a place that's very convenient, of course, it's very popular. So if you want a place that's quieter and maybe more secluded, but still on the river, you can just head a little south. We've got Cattail Cove, or you could even go down to Parker, Arizona. And we have um, River Island and Buckskin Mountain State Parks there that also have RV campsites. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm not familiar with those two sites at all. Yes. Hmm. They're smaller, but they have wonderful hiking trails. They've got lots of shoreline. Um, and they all have boat launches. So you can bring your boat and get on the Colorado River or go swimming on the beach, set up your beach chair, put your feet in and cool down underneath an umbrella. Um, it's a great place to be, even when it's warm out. As long as you're in the water, it right. feels, feels pretty nice. <laughs> feels good. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. No, I just, I love Arizona. Uh, obviously, I love you and I probably both love the winters there. You being from Minnesota. Yes, it's lovely. Colorado. <laughs> Don't miss the snow. It has been a little bit of a wet winter. Um, Indeed. Yes, but we've been talking good, about that. Yeah, probably good for the drought conditions for sure. Yeah, so. you know, it's it's good to have, especially in the high country where there's snow. You know, the snow is what helps rechar- recharge aquifers. So it's great to have that snow melt. Um, it also helps refill a lot of our reservoirs and lakes. So that is yeah. good to see. Um, yeah. And of course, we're hoping for a wonderful wildflower spring um, here in Arizona with this wet winter. Um, the conditions oh, are should, looking good. Yeah, it should be beautiful this spring. Absolutely beautiful. So, yeah, I think anybody that has, you know, wants to camp or has a boat or an RV or trail camper trailer. I think it'll be a really good spring for everybody. Um, Elizabeth, do, do the parks, what type of capacity do they have for RVs? I mean, are, is there a size limit? Do you, are they, you know, smaller? I'm sure, I'm sure they all range in capacity. Yes. Yeah. That's a great question. I think many are surprised to learn that 
We have 15 different state parks that have RV campsites. So there's a lot of options and they're in all different parts of the state. Okay. Um, but you'll find a campsite that meets your needs. We can handle everything from um, dry camping to big rigs with full hookups. So okay. there, if depend, no matter the kind of travel trailer or RV fifth wheel you have, you're gonna find a state park that can comfortably host you. Um, and when you're making your reservation, so I have a small, I have a 19 foot travel trailer and my husband is great about towing, but I am the person who would like to make it easier on myself. So every time I book a campsite, um, the state parks website lets me see the campsite. First of all, a picture of where it is. So I can kind of choose what I like, right? And it will also show me the amenities at the campsite. So many of our, um, RV campsites, they have uh, full electric hookups, whether you need 50 amp, 30 amp, um, or if you need water hookups, the water hookups are available in most of our RV camps, campgrounds. Um, and then I like to find campsites with pull-through <laughs> parking. Oh, okay. Backing okay. up stresses me out. There's many seasoned RVers who are perfectly comfortable and those campsites are there. But if you're like me and you're an RVer who's maybe newer at it and want to keep things low stress, there are pull through sites, and our website actually will show you that for the RV. Oh, that's that is great because that would absolutely be me. I would be, <laughs> you know, but it does amaze me. Um, you know, we we have a family friend that has, oh gosh, I don't know, it's a huge RV. I mean, and it amazes me. You go in this thing, and and it's like a full home. He's got yes. just you know a super nice living room. A, beautiful bathroom, shower, kitchen. I mean, it's just like his, his, you know, luxury home on wheels and, yes. and he's very, very adept at maneuvering. You know, he can back it up, put it sideways. I mean, all of that. <laughs> it's but, impressive, uh, isn't it? Yeah. It yeah. Really, <laughs> you know, I there wouldn't are a be able to do folks. that. No, I, me neither. And I'd be like you, I need to pull through, but it's yes. good to know that on the website, we can find out, you know, what what's available and what you, can you know see what you need yeah. you'll also yeah. find at the campgrounds um campgrounds that have uh water fill stations many of them have water fill stations as well as dump stations right there at the campground and if oh, that's beer that's important I, I you know with every trip we take if it's not at a state park i'm always looking to see okay now where are we going to be able to find a dump station on our way back home or are we going to be able to fill up our tanks and so it's really nice to know that you can do that right there at the campground. Is that available at all 15 spots? All 15 no, locations? Not, no, not quite available at all 15, okay. but when you book, it'll tell you. It'll tell you that's right available. So you can really plan your trip well and have all the information Great. that you need. Um, these are definitely amenities that are important to RVers. So we, we make sure that info is available. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the website, which we'll have a link to on our show notes is azstateparks.com. Correct. That's correct. And I was actually looking on the website um, uh, yesterday, uh, just kind of getting ready for our our interview today. And I noticed that at quite a few of the um, campsite locations, you have different events. Like uh, I think this weekend coming up, I think it's at Cattail Cove. You have one of your star party events. We do. And yeah, I was we were just talking about Cat Yeah, I was wondering if you could tell me a little more about the star party events because that looks really, really cool. I was really I, excited. I would it. love to tell you about that. I, I have to say the state parks do many events and all of them are very fun. Everything from 
bird walks to guided hikes to park ranger talks and and guided tours they are all very fun but one of my very favorites is star party astronomy events at the state parks they are so special um what happens is you will go out uh usually there's a solar viewing so in the late afternoon and you'll actually get to hear maybe an informational talk around sunset so i joined one at uh oracle state park last fall and they had um, an expert giving a talk on bats and how important Arizona's dark skies are for bats and other wildlife, which was very oh, interesting. Yeah. Who, who knew that that was such an important factor? Not um, me. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yes, our dark not me. Skies, I did not know. That's right. Their dark skies are wonderful for us as humans because um, they, they get us back to our natural state of being. And they're also full of wonder but they're also very important for wildlife, that low light pollution. They perform a lot of important biological functions um, such as migration and feeding at night. So that's interesting. And there are several parks that are in very dark sky locations. They're away from metro areas. In fact, two of our parks are International Dark Sky Association designated parks. Um, and what this means is that they're great for these astronomy events. You will see more stars in the night sky than you knew existed. The, the canopy of stars is just breathtaking. Um, but the astronomy associations also come out. They bring their telescopes. So you'll be able to look through the viewfinders and see things like nebulas and galaxies and clusters and planets. And, oh, I love uh, that. Yes, it's amazing. And of course, the astronomers are so passionate and helpful. They stand right next to their telescope. And they tell you what you're looking for and give you information about what you're seeing. And they just love what they do. So it is so fun to get to hear from them and get their knowledge and also just see something that, especially if you're from a metro area, you don't get to see very often. Yeah. It's yeah. A special too experience. Much, too much. I'm going to try to go. It looks like there's one coming up on February 18th in Tucson at the Catalina State Park. Yes, so that will be very fun. Um, I'm going to try to go to that one personally. And then it looks like uh, you've got a few more this fall as all, well. Yes. Uh, so we have several scheduled through this spring up through April and more parks are yeah. adding them by the day. So it's not on the schedule yet, but Oracle oh. State Park will be adding one. Okay. And, and they add them quarterly. So this will okay. go throughout the year. They're oh, a lot great. of fun. Um, yeah, because I see, I see four of them at... Yeah. Uh, Lost, Lost, Lost Dutchman, Dutchman State yes. Park, um, January, February, March, and April. So, That's right. So I guess just check the, people should just check the website for these coming up. Definitely so. check the website. There's good information about directions and the schedule of events. Uh, Lost Dutchman in particular, that state park requires registration for their star parties because they're so close to the Phoenix metro area. So they want to make sure there's enough telescopes for everybody to see. Right. Um, yeah. But most of them don't require RSVPing, but it's great if you can look ahead and, and plan it out a little bit, because um, like I said, they're in all different parts of Arizona. So if you can look ahead and plan a campsite and that way, you know, they go, they go late into the evening because of course conditions are optimal for viewing stars and yeah. the sky gets darker. So if you plan a, a campsite, we, which is exactly what we did. So we went to one at Oracle State Park. Oracle is a park that does not have camping, but 30 minutes away is Catalina State Park. So what right. we did is we booked our campsite at Catalina State Park. 
we drove up the other side of Mount Lemmon and saw all of the stars at Oracle State Park, which is an International Dark Sky Association designated park. Oh, and then we were awesome. able to drive back to our campsite for the night and go to sleep. It was very convenient. So definitely try to plan it out. And if you if you can book a campsite, because it just makes it so much easier and really comfortable and um, you don't feel tired driving home afterwards. So it's really nice. Right. Yeah, that's that's important for sure. You don't want to drive all the way somewhere, set up your campsite, and then have to drive two hours. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so somewhere. yeah, if we look at these um, at these parks that have the star parties, they all have camping from Karchner Caverns, Catalina State Park, Patel Cove State Park, which we've talked about, and Lost Dutchman. Those all have RV campsites at them. That's awesome. That is just great. I I'm I'm excited to go down to Catalina next month. And I hope you enjoy. It's, Check it's out that star event. Yeah, hiking I, I, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love to hike too. So I'll maybe do that during the day and some stargazing at night. There you sounds go. Absolutely perfect. Well, it sounds like you know we've definitely got more than enough uh, for the campers and RVers out there who who want to you know enjoy the state the different things around the state. So yes, they will not be bored. Um, just come with your rig, come with your equipment <laughs> and leave all the fun to us. We've got so many wonderful things to enjoy. Lots of great programming, beautiful trails, um, gorgeous lakes. There are really a wonderful thing, uh, a, a choice of activities to do at these state parks. Um, so you know, and lots of them, like I said, they're close to other parks. For instance, if you plan to uh, trip to Karchner Caverns, you might enjoy the half hour trip to Tombstone Courthouse and enjoy um, looking at the museum and maybe hearing a ranger talk. So a wonderful variety of activities. That's awesome. And I'm assuming that, you know, um, all of the campsites um, are senior friendly. So yes. accessibility it, is important for people. And I'm, you know, yes. I'm going to guess that most of them are. Easy. Absolutely. This, the sites are wonderful. They're paved. Um, and then there are a variety of, particularly those with mobility needs. Um, there are lots of parks that have paved pathways and are accessible. Um, so definitely check and plan before if those are needs that you have. There are so many options okay. to enjoy. Great. Accessible pathways. Um, I would love to point out uh, Red Rock State Park, which does not have camping, but is very nearby Dead Horse Ranch State Park in uh, Cottonwood. Again, and, co and that park, Dead Horse Ranch State Park, has these lovely level, even gravel, packed gravel pathways along three beautiful lagoons. Oh, and so that's if, great. if you have ex accessibility needs, um, there are also accessible fishing piers. Oh, um, at Dead Horse Ranch State Park. Oh, so it's a wonderful place to go. And you could always take a drive to nearby Sedona to Red Rock State Park and enjoy one of their several accessible um, trails that are in or just Sedona. So oh, that is one of the best state parks in Arizona. Uh, up yes. in Sedona. It's absolutely beautiful. Just love it there. Just seeing awesome. those red rocks so along great. Oak Creek. It's a special place. So definitely spend some time on our website. We want to make sure that this is all available to people so that you can plan the exact type of trip um, that you're looking for. There is awesome. really something for awesome. everybody. So don't miss the wonderful resources that are right on our website. So Elizabeth, I'm curious, um, kind of going back to the, the stargazing events, or um, is it possible like 
um, if a, if a group of people wanted to plan kind of their own little stargazing event party, could they do that? Like from one of our, one yeah. of the, our assisted living centers, if we wanted to just take a group of our people and, and do the stargazing event, is that something that's possible that we could we do? We would love to, we would love to work. We of course love partnering, partnering with our local community. So, um, the best thing is to work with the state parks specifically so that park manager can get it on a calendar and maybe work with the local astronomy association. So that's who's bringing out the telescopes. We are so okay. grateful for our partners, okay. the local astronomy associations. Um, they send out their volunteers with their equipment. Awesome. And so it is possible if, if some people have like a large group, you know, yes. 10 or 15 people, it is possible to set that up. It's possible. Just work with our, yes, work with us in advance so that we can plan and um, work with our partners. And um, it's the really wonderful opportunities. So it's not to be missed and anything we can do to bring that experience to people. Um, we really would like everyone to get to see it for themselves. Yeah, that is, that's, that is awesome. And I absolutely can't wait. Elizabeth, thank you so much for chatting with me this morning. I'm, I'm sure we will chat again because there's just so much in the state park system for people to enjoy. And I just there think, absolutely is. I just want more people to know what's out there and what they can do to enjoy Arizona. Cause I think, you know, like we talked about a little while ago, so many people think that in the warmer months, they can't get out and that, you know, there's nothing to do, but there really is. There are so many parks, you know, like you're saying on the river and the beaches in the mountains, you know, yes. uh, you know, down South, up North, everywhere that, you know, there's no shortage of things to do in Arizona for sure. So you're absolutely right, Linda. I'd love to come back sometime. Um, anything we can do to help get people enjoy be our beautiful state, enjoy the outdoors, learn about the history. Um, there are very low cost options for fun here in Arizona and, and camping and exploring our state parks is a, a way to do it. So would love to come back sometime. Well, thank you so much, Elizabeth. And thank you again for joining us this morning. I'm, I'm hopefully we'll get more people out uh, and aware and out enjoying the great outdoors in the state parks of Arizona. I know I will be. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Thank you, Linda. I appreciate you having me. No problem. Thank you. Have a great day, Elizabeth. You too. Are you a senior wanting to stay healthy year round? Here are a few helpful tips to get you started. Get active. Physical activity is an immune system booster. The more you move, the more your body is able to fight inflammation and infections. The activity you partake in doesn't have to be strenuous. Low impact exercises such as biking, walking, swimming, or low impact aerobics are very effective. Take supplements as necessary. Some supplements help support a healthy immune system. Remember, before taking a supplement, always ask your doctor if it's safe especially if you're taking a prescription medication. Some supplements they may recommend include calcium, vitamin D, vitamin B, or vitamin B12. Eat a healthy diet. Diets rich in fruits, vegetables, and lean meats also give your immune system a boost and protect against harmful viruses and bacteria that cause illnesses. Fruits and vegetables are a great source of antioxidants. And antioxidants protect your cells from damage and keep your body healthy. 
This Senior Minute has been brought to you by Ventana Wins Retirement Community, offering assisted living and memory care located in Youngtown, Arizona, located near Sun City. Please visit us at www.ventanawins.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Senior Living Arizona. Please share this podcast with friends and family and help seniors find the way to live life to the fullest. Help Senior Living Arizona increase our reach by taking a few moments to write a review. Senior Living Arizona is dedicated to bringing helpful tips that support aging successfully. Please reach out to us with topics you'd like us to cover. You can find us on social media at Senior Living Arizona and on the web at www.slscommunities.com.